Thanks for tuning in to Talk FX, where we promise to keep the conversation honest and real for our Fragile X community. We are a group of moms of Fragile X children, self-advocates, and full mutation carriers from Washington, Idaho, and Oregon, all on a mission to share our stories and experiences in the hopes of reaching more Fragile X families and creating more awareness of Fragile X syndrome. So with that in mind, let's jump right in to this week's episode of Talk FX. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Talk FX. As many of you probably know, um, April is Autism Awareness Month. Uh, it's definitely been so cool seeing all of the advocacy and support behind autism awareness on social media. Um, I think that this is such an important month for so many reasons, and I'm excited to dive into those reasons here in a moment. Um, if you didn't know that this month was Autism Awareness Month, now you do. <laughs> um, it is such an important time to just uh, not only create more awareness of autism in general, but also how it relates to Fragile X Syndrome. I think that there's a lot of misconceptions regarding um, how the two are related and how they're different. And I totally understand those misconceptions because when Fragile X and autism kind of first um, came into my family's lives, I know that we were definitely confused regarding the two different diagnoses, you know, because um, Fragile X is uh, tested in a in a different way than autism is. And so I think that um, though they have similar um, uh, symptoms, if you will, you know, th there is a different approach with identifying um, what, what diagnosis your child has. And so um, with that said, what amazing, um, or how amazing is it that we even have uh, resources available to help us um, make those definitive uh, diagnoses, whether it's um, through the resources that National Fragile X Foundation offers um, or, you know, your pediatrician and hopefully how well informed they are on uh, Fragile X as well. You know, I have had so many families on this podcast that have just um, shared how their diagnosis story uh, went about. And sometimes it really is just crazy how people finally get to that point where, where they know what their child's true diagnosis is. So, um, and, and with that being said, our previous episode, we had um, a wonderful family on, uh, Sarah, who is a mom of uh, three kids who have, uh, two who have Fragile X Syndrome, and she just shares her um, incredible diagnosis story, and um, I highly encourage you to listen to it. It's definitely um, has has a lot of differences that we don't often hear about in uh, 
fragile X diagnosis stories. Um, and one of those key differences being that she has a son with full mutation fragile X, and she also has a daughter with uh, fragile X syndrome. And then their third child, um, as she shares, does not present any um any indications of autism or fragile X. So I highly encourage you to go listen to that episode. So um, as I said, today's episode is going to be all about autism awareness. Um, So please share with your friends, your family, uh, on your social media, and just we want you to tag us. Um, I want to see how you're participating in Autism Awareness Month. And I think that social media is such a cool platform for that reason. And so um, please listen to uh, this episode and episodes before it um, because our biggest mission is just to create more awareness and advocacy for Fragile X. And the more people that listen, the more that that happens, right? So um, that is the whole purpose. So please share with those that you know that you think could really benefit from um, this podcast. So. I think it's important to start things off by breaking down uh, what autism essentially is. Um, I th- I think that, you know, some of you listening are like, oh, yeah, I know what it is. Um, but I think it's really helpful just to break down the definition. So um, autism is a spectrum disorder, which means that um, there's a pretty wide range of lifelong sy- sy- symptoms, and they vary in uh, not only form, but severity as well. Um, it's generally characterized by an impairment in social interaction and communication, um, and also with repetitive patterns of behavior, interests, and um, activities of the child. So um, that is the kind of general um, definition of autism. So, um, and, and like I said, what I mean by spectrum is that there's just a wide range of, um, symptoms and they vary in that form. So whether from a behavioral standpoint or, um, you know, a social standpoint, interest standpoint, and then the severity of that form. So how high functioning or not or low functioning it is. Um, So then let's talk about how um, Fragile X plays into autism, um, which I wouldn't be surprised if some of you listening haven't really um, quite understood how they are similar and different. And that actually excites me. And I hope that you learned something today. So (laughs) Um, also, before I continue, I do not claim to be, you know, any sort of professional expert. Um, Please refer to your uh, pediatrician, your fragile X experts out there um, that I will mention in a moment too. But I am just sharing um, the facts from um, from credible uh, sources like the National Fragile X Foundation um, and the CDC, who also has a lot of knowledge um, on their website about fragile X and how it's a, a rare disease. So. Fragile X syndrome is the most commonly known inherited single gene disorder, and it accounts for up to 6% of all autism cases. So according to the CDC, um, 
from a national parent survey that they did, uh, 46% of males and 16% of females with Fragile X syndrome were also co-diagnosed with autism. Autism and Fragile X are often diagnosed separately, not at the same time. Many children um, are diagnosed with autism before they are diagnosed with Fragile X. Um, this was definitely the case with my cousin, Nathan, who is now 13 years old. He was diagnosed with autism at two years old. And then just about six months later, he was diagnosed with fragile X, um, which was a huge shock to our family for sure. And I do share more details into that, um, uh, story, uh, in a previous episode. So go check it out. Um, So because of the link between autism and Fragile X, um, it is widely recommended um, by the highly respected Fragile X expert, Dr. Rondi Hagerman, who who I have had the pleasure of having on this podcast. Um, So definitely go listen to that episode as well if you haven't already. Um, She is a huge um, supporter of children who get diagnosed with autism uh, to also get a genetic testing for Fragile X. Um, I know she did uh, touch on on that um, on the episode that she um, was on with me, so definitely go listen to that. But also she shares more into why uh, on her or on the National Fragile X Foundation website. Um, I think it's really important to review um, her professional um, uh, reasons why. So, um, and I think it's really important to share that too, because, um, you know, if if it weren't for the encouragement that my aunt got my uh, cousin Nathan tested for Fragile X Syndrome, we probably never would have found out about it. So I definitely want to share that. Um, So some of the challenging behaviors that are um, seen in children diagnosed with both Fragile X and autism are um, hyperactivity, impulsivity, anxiety, and aggressive or self-injurious behaviors. Um, And those are definitely uh, very big um, uh, things that are being um, studied for uh, treatments, for um, management of those behaviors. Um, And it's amazing what has already been done uh, for children that are diagnosed with both Fragile X and autism. Um, But if you're listening to this podcast today and you you are in need of resources for your child, please reach out to us. We would be happy to um, direct you in the right um, direction. You can also go to FragileX.org. They have so much information and resources for genetic testing and treatments um, that are currently available. Um, But I'm happy to help if Um, That has been somewhat of a struggle for you to find those resources. I know it's not always easy, especially depending on where you live um, and the resources that are available to you. So um, I would like to also talk about uh, some similarities and differences between Fragile X and autism. Um, So intellectual uh, delay is higher in those with 
fragile X than with autism. So um, most males and uh, only about a third of females with fragile X have intellectual uh, delays, while only about 40% of individuals with autism have intellectual delays altogether. Um, so because fragile X is that genetic excellent condition, um, there is a lot of um, determining factors when it comes to um, whether the child is a male or a female. Um, motor coordination, uh, such as walking, is more of a challenge in those with fragile X um, as well. So uh, also individuals with autism, they're more likely to show a lower receptive language. So following that verbal instruction um, more than expressive language, which is giving more of that verbal uh, response. Uh, while individuals with fragile X have the opposite um, issue. So giving the verbal response is easier for those with fragile X than, than um, following, or I'm sorry, other way around. See, I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> Um, that's something that I've really seen in, um, my cousin Nathan. So I think he is obviously amazing at, um, lang his language in general. He's really come a long way. Um, most of his sentences these days are quite clear and understanding. And that is a huge, um, that, that says a lot because of all of the um, amazing supports that, that he's had. Um, but it's interesting to see that difference in individuals who are diagnosed with both fragile X and autism versus just autism or just uh, fragile X. Um, the next thing is uh, interest in socialization is higher in those with fragile X than with autism, um, which I have also seen in, in my cousin. Um, so my cousin, uh, with his interest in socialization, he is very social. Though he can be shy with those that he meets for the first time or maybe hasn't seen in a while, he really, um, I've really seen him warm up quickly and at his own pace, um, which generally is like a few minutes, <laughs> um, because he loves to have, um, people over at his house, uh, and he loves to, um, engage with other people. Um, and I've definitely seen a lot of desire for socialization in him, but he also knows when he needs to detach himself from a room and, you know, just, um, self-regulate. So I think that, um, it's been really interesting for me, um, as a full mutation carrier of Fragile X myself, but without uh, any of the behavioral or, or developmental characteristics, um, watching my cousin who does have that um, behavioral and developmental characteristics of Fragile X, seeing how he has grown so much with his socialization skills and um, just his interest in general with um, talking to people and interacting with other people has been uh, amazing. He's really come a long way. Um, and I think that, you know, it's definitely different for those with um, autism. And uh, also, you know, I think it's important to, uh, to share that 
I have seen anxiety is definitely a a barrier for individuals with autism and fragile X when it comes to socialization. You know, um, anxiety can, um, you know, whether it's from the environmental factors or um, what have you, um, anxiety can definitely be um, a barrier to that having that interest in socialization. And, um, you know, you can definitely learn more about how anxiety plays a role in um, that interest in um, socialization skills at uh, FragileX.org. They have an awesome webinar about it, and I have learned so much from it. Um, I certainly don't share these facts about, you know, Fragile X versus autism with the intent of comparing the two diagnoses, Um, whether someone just has Fragile X or whether they just have autism or even both diagnoses. Um, I just think it's simply important to understand as a Fragile X community how Fragile X and autism are related and how often children are co-diagnosed. Um, just like my cousin Nathan and how that has really impacted uh, his life and even just our understanding of his diagnosis uh, in general and where to go with services and um, supports. So, um, you know, when when uh, you ask others if they have even heard of autism, chances are they're going to say yes. However, if you ask someone if they've heard of Fragile X Syndrome, chances are they're going to say no. I mean, that's at least in uh, my experience. Um, Why is that? Perhaps it's because it's considered a rare genetic disease or maybe um, because Fragile X is not properly understood and how it relates and differs from autism um, or that they even have similarities in general. Um, (laughs) I can't even count on my fingers and toes how many families I've talked to that did not have a clue what Fragile X Syndrome was prior to their diagnosis, including myself. Um, One of my biggest missions in my life is to change that. I want as many people as possible to understand what my cousin Nathan was diagnosed with at only the age of two and a half. Not because I think Fragile X defines who he is, or not that I think that autism defines who he is or anyone else for that matter, because it doesn't define who they are, but rather because if even one more person becomes educated about Fragile X, then that's another advocate for my cousin. That's encouraging to me. When I'm being an advocate, creating more advocates, that's a pretty cool thing. It's exactly why I started Talk Fragile X podcast and why I will keep talking about it as long as I live (laughs) or until someone shuts me up, (laughs) which is pretty hard to do. (laughs) So just being real. (laughs) Um, But truly, I think that Autism Awareness Month is an opportunity to just Oh, just shout to the top of your lungs uh, how what Fragile X is, what autism is, how it affects your family's lives, and just being willing to share what you feel comfortable sharing, you know? Um, 
it's not always easy to share our stories and just how these diagnoses have affected our families' lives. But um, man, when I do see people sharing their stories, what an impact it is on other families and especially families that are newly diagnosed. It's just, uh, it's amazing. So um, with that said, I feel like I got off my uh, track a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I really felt like it was important to not only break down what autism is, even though, you know, autism is pretty widely understood um, for the most part, I would, I think it's safe to say, um, but I also think it's important to, um, explain the similarities and and differences to a degree between autism and and fragile X. Um, And to also encourage you um, to uh, go to the National Fragile X Foundation website. Um, There is a webinar that's offered and it's called um, Autism Spectrum Disorder and Fragile X Syndrome co uh, co-occurring conditions and current treatments with Dr. Walter Kaufman, um, who specializes in fragile X. Uh, he breaks down the differences, uh, between, um, fragile X and autism, as well as the similarities. And he breaks them down in depth. Also, a lot of great questions are asked that he answers. Um, he also discusses treatment options and the focuses that, um, are currently within those different treatments. Um, and I will definitely link the video in our Instagram and Facebook pages and, uh, also on our website as well. Um, I think it's an important webinar to listen to if you haven't already. It has, it has been up for, um, a couple of, um, uh, years, I believe like 2016 or no, 2018, I think. But if you haven't watched it, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, it is so informative on understanding more in depth, um, the difference between autism and fragile X, um, and what the current treatments are that are available. Um, again, great questions were asked in that webinar far better than, I could even, you know, explain because like I said, I don't claim to be a fragile X expert, like the amazing experts that we do have available to us. Um, I am just simply on here to share uh, some credible facts about fragile X and autism because it is Autism Awareness Month and it's important to me to um, share the knowledge that I have um, with all of you in the hopes that you will share it with uh, the people that you know and just keep on sharing it because that's how advocacy is created. And um, using social media for that purpose, um, I can't think of a better way. So um, I really hope that this episode was informative for you. I hope that you will share it. Like I said, um, I hope that each day you will um, do something to create more awareness of autism and fragile X. Um, and I hope that you will share that with us because it's such an encouragement to me. It keeps me going. It keeps me motivated. Um, and it keeps other people motivated because we're all in this together, right? So, um, I really hope that you guys are having a great week. Um, and I hope that this episode was an encouragement to you. Um, we have another episode coming up soon. I'm going to actually be talking, um, about some, 
topics that you guys suggested um, from the poll that I did on our Instagram uh, stories a couple days ago. Um, I'm so excited about them and really, really grateful for the feedback I was given. So um, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys again soon. Thanks for tuning in to Talk FX. We hope you've left this episode feeling encouraged and knowing you're not alone on this journey with Fragile X. It is our mission to provide resources, support, and encouragement to our listeners. Whether you are a mom of Fragile X children, a self-advocate, or a full mutation carrier, this podcast is for you. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Talk Fragile X. You can tune in to the latest episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.